Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. And here we are at Health and Wellness on Friday, the 21st of July. Can you believe that time is flying so much? so fast and you're having so much fun because you're the only one in charge of it. You are in charge of your health. And we were having a pre-discussion before I brilliantly put the recording on at 930, uh, but it's about satellites and seeing uh, your house and uh, the learning that uh, Orpha has done with the satellites. And then there's Emily, she's on uh, in the chat room, and she was saying that with the satellites, they can't track you without some sort of chip on you. The satellite images are taken from the road. Now, those are the roadsides, but now they're able to get the aerial view right over your house, who you're, what your, the neighborhood looks like. I've looked at those for real estate things, and, it's, uh, and she said it's true. And, and one of our guys here, and um, he's out in Easley, he said he watched them coming up and down his street. They drive up and down the street and take pictures of the front of your house. So then they probably blend them together with the, um, uh, with the satellite pictures so there's a full, uh, full vantage view. But they also know what kind of cars you have, what, what's going on out there. So if you don't want pictures of your house to be online, you can opt out. And um, Emily, if you have that information, that would be great to share. When you search for my address on Google Maps, some other house that doesn't look anything like mine comes up. So you can get directions. You can't get... Um, uh, what is it, you, you, you can't see her specific house. Also, the people they are tracking and harassing are the targeted individuals, and that's kind of what Orpha uh, was talking about, and we'll go into that. And they do it by their cell phones or if they have uh, your brain maps. Their brain maps taken from medical records. Now, let's talk about... Can I, what can I say something? Can I say, yeah, can I say something on this? I don't know when it was Emily opted out, but with the way technology is going, I wouldn't count on that for very long. If I'm not saying she's not telling the truth. I'm just saying if that is so that you can opt out, it's not going to be that way for very long. After all, how do we know that every single one of us haven't already been chipped by these little micro things that they're starting to put in food, um, starting to, I mean, just in the air. When they do the chemtrails, these little things, you know, they're these little nano things. I, I ran upon something on the Internet about they 
you know, where you just breathe them in. They're so tiny, but they're little chips that, you know, they're tracking us. And I, I read a, I saw a thing online about that, that you really, you know, it's, it's part of, um, oh, the, the article had to do something with, um, there were little nanoparticles that almost acted like they were a parasite. Yep. Um, yep. And these things are getting into our bodies, and they can track us that way. I mean, I I don't I, I see my my whole life now is just you know they're just watching, you know. So I'm not. I mean, it bothers me. You know, of course it bothers me. I don't like it. But at this point, until they come up with some way, or we, I, I should say we, come up with some way to really block ourselves, you're being tracked. I don't care if it's from the street, if it's aerial, if it's through your phone, if it's through your TV. I mean, I was told now that the TVs have a camera in them. They don't even have to be plugged in. Yep. And they can see you. And it's due to these smart meters and our smartphones. It connects those TVs. Now, I don't know if mine has a... I mean, it has to have a camera installed in the TV to be able to see. But, I mean, I don't know if my big TV has that camera in there. I don't think so. My laptop has a camera. I have a Band-Aid over it. But it's it closed. depends upon anyway. when you bought it. It depends upon when you bought it. They switched everybody over to digital. All the digitals have it. Well, it's it's new enough that you know it has connections for the HDMI and the uh, fiber optics and all of that, you know, to be able to get high definition. So it probably does. Probably have does. a camera there. So when I sit here in my chair naked, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're, um, <laughs> they're getting an eyeful, you know, and yeah, you know, yeah. I I I can't I can't see sitting here being so worried about it. It's that fear that they create in us anyway that keeps feeding them. So I'm I'm not going to give them the fear. They got everything well, else, that I I ain't going to give them the fear. And sure. so, so I'm, you know, however they're tracking me, I just let it roll off my back. Because if I sit here and worry that, oh, man, there's a car driving in front of my house back and forth. Are they taking pictures? You know, they 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 send you these things in the mail Oh, we took a nice aerial picture of your house. Would you like to buy a copy, you know? Yeah. No. You get it for free. <laughs> um, I mean, they do. It's a, you know, it's photographic companies that, you know, they take, they, their airplane goes out and flies over all these houses and takes real nice. I mean, they're, I've seen some of the pictures and they're real, very nice. Um. In fact, they make it look nicer than it really is. <laughs> you know, I don't right. know how they do that. Uh, it all looks green. But uh, uh, yeah. let's move but anyway, on. Go ahead. As far as, go ahead. Uh, 
because you're right about a, attempting to do fear factors on on people. However, knowledge is power, and that's right. all this program is about is knowledge. You're right about not going into their fear tactics. But the uh, Emily has a point, and I've read this before. I have a, a book actually on it, and the nanoparticles are metal can be detoxed out on a heavy metal cleanse. To block mm-hmm. ourselves, we'll need clothes and hats, especially that would be the equivalent of Faraday cages. Now, that's why I bought up these blankets, these alumi- aluminized polyesters that I have, and I found them at Walmart, and they're emergency uh, blankets. And mm-hmm. uh, the, yes, the... Um, they they make fun of these people with their tinfoil hats, but it is a way they get relief, and um, mm-hmm. and it is important we do those kinds of uh, phenomenons for ourselves. All you do is to keep them from spying you via your TV, and you've done it already, Orpha. Is put a bandaid over the lens. And um, right. we've all done that. I mean, I the one I got, uh, the computer I have from Mark Coop, is, is his mom put a Band-Aid over the camera. My big, huge screen that I use daily has no camera in it. And it's, I got this way back, <laughs> in, uh, I think 20, 2010 or 2011. It's uh, um, I don't. It doesn't have cameras in it. Let so. let me make a point on that. It probably does. It just isn't noticeable like on your laptop. It's in oh, the middle of the screen somewhere. It's inside the screen somewhere, and you can't see it. You well, cannot see that there's a camera. Topless. I should sit here uh-huh. topless. I should yeah. sit here topless so and they just, have a just show. give them a show. <laughs> Well, the other side, we've known, uh, uh, Arthur and everybody, we've known for years that our cell, our computer, all of these have been all cycled through the great spy network since they put in Homeland Security. There is no, there is no privacy. None. So, if you're under the guise that you think you've got privacy, they aren't. And if you right. go into the medical hospital, i.e. just what, uh, your stroke is a perfect example, they probably chipped you then because it they depends. Could. They very well could have. And we yeah. don't know. Hey, listen, just know. keep yeah. your blood. We've, we've heard. <laughs> now I have no facts. We've heard that just giving blood can slip a chip into you. Mm-hmm. So it, it, they will find you no matter what. And it's really invaluable for us to know of it and do preventive stuff. I did preventive stuff on my... Now, my smart meter is an older style. It was kind of probably the very first one because it changed from a from the analog, which is the dial, to the digital, which is the number. And I do that. Uh, I have it out there. And what I did, 
is sit a quasi Faraday cage, and I do fine. Now, I I do have a little bit of insomnia problem, but that's my body. I'm not getting the fibrillation that I used to get when I first moved into this house. In the big house, the meter was way on the other side, but unfortunately, it was shining right into the bedroom of my next-door neighbor. So I did Faraday cage that, and mm-hmm. so it wouldn't shine in there. But the the people in there now, they don't know anything about it, so they don't have it. It's, it's you know, it's kind of useless. I, and, I don't use them anything. Oh, and, and when I lose... Uh, I do want to something before I forget it. Uh, uh, when the program's over, let's talk because I want to tell you something else that perhaps okay. will, will help um, Paul and Dan. Okay. okay. Now, um, when I was watching that video last night on the smart meters, um, she had mentioned that there is definitely a way and I got the impression it was it was more than just a doing a Faraday cage. Um, they, the utility companies make us believe that we have to have these meters and we have no way out for not, you know, for opting out of getting them. Um, they did briefly touch on that, um, that you, you do not have to have these. And we pretty much know that, but then they say, well, if you don't have them, then we're going to cut off your power and blah, 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 you know. Well, and there's a way to get around it. I they, they didn't go by, by law. They can't do that, right? And they, you know, they didn't go into it in detail. But she said there was also, you know, if you already have the meter, there are ways to deal with that too. And it, I got the impression there was, you know, something you could do if you know what you're doing and you, you know, go up against the utility companies. There's ways of, I don't know, like I said, they didn't completely go into it, even though they brought it up. Um, I got the impression that either get it taken off or the, you know, something. There was was ways to to take care of that, though. Let me give you an update. You can have it taken off. They will charge you approximately $75 per month additional for uh, removing it. And what they're doing here in Spartanburg, because I have literally almost tackled them in the way I get going. <laughs> Look out, here comes Wondery and Ren. <laughs> and so the, the poor guy, he, a nice, innocent young man came to the, ah, you did not put that on my on my house. And he just took out a pad and wrote down that I wasn't going to do it. And I said, appreciate, do not ever come back and put that on the house. And so uh, I then got a call from Duke Power. And Duke wanted to know uh, when they could come out and put the meter on. I said, no, you will never put the meter on my house. So she said, you can go without the meter until December 31st. 2017, as of January 2018, you will be charged a $150 fee or fine, whatever word you want to put on there, 
It's mm-hmm. another taxation. Tax. You will be yeah, you will be charged fifteen dollars every month additional for having no smart meter. My, I so got the impression from that. Yeah, from Phyllis on this thing that there is a lawful way of getting around that. That they well, you know, they they can't well. charge you for this. They can't make you put these no, meters can't. on. But but um, I, I wish she had gone into more on that because uh, okay I want to know how to do this you know. Um, there are but but it's, a lot of that. it's about knowing what to do, knowing mm-hmm. how to stand your ground, knowing mm-hmm. what to say to them. You know, I plead the fifth and have no counsel, right? Yeah, um, good girl. <laughs> And it's that, it's, yeah, it's that type of thing. You got to know how to go up against these people because they they've been you know I try not to look at like the meter people and the police themselves as you know the really bad guys. They only I, I like Kevin Trudeau says they're just uneducated and they do what they're they've been told to do. Now, granted, there are some mean ones out there. I put them over in the category they belong. But, you know, for the most part, you know, I believe in in humanity. I believe in the human race. I believe that deep down somewhere, all of us want, you know, we're a a social species. And I... Think the programming of the mean people. <laughs> Let's just call them the mean people. Um, they've been they've been programmed that way. They've been taught that this is what they have to do. You know, no, you have to. They're employees. They have to do it because they are employees. Right. They may have and, a different idea but, totally, but they're employees. Right. That that is true. But there are some that you know are like like us, that say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go out and hurt these people. There's policemen out there that want to be peace officers. Um, you know, and I, yeah. I mean, I, I went to school for criminal investigation. I put myself in, in one of those categories that I'm not going to go out there and hurt hurt somebody. In fact, that's why I dropped out of school, because I was not willing to be in the system the way it is now, because I would probably be told I have to do something I don't want to do. So it's on hold. And I may be 100 years old before I get to my school. (laughs) But hey, I'm going to live forever anyway, right? There you um, go. You know, it's it's finding out how we can take care of this stuff that I think... I think it's out there. We just got to keep looking for the information. So we got to know how to, you know, go up against these people and say, look, you can't charge me 150 bucks and $15 extra a month. You can't do it. And this is why. Well, uh, uh, Emily has it different in Greenville. Greenville is a higher income uh, place. And she's saying people had enough, people have made enough of a sink so that they do have opt-out options where they will give you an analog meter, but they will, they charge you. They charge you $170 or something, and then $20 per month. It is extortion. 
that is it, Orpha. You said it. People do what they're supposed to do. The genocides in the world never would have taken place if otherwise good people didn't do evil things because it is part of their job. That was one the mantra that they used at the um, um, the trials in Germany. Um, oh. I want to say Gatlinburg, but that's not it. It's uh, where they put all the Germans' offices. It well, it was only my job. I did what I was told. It was like no thinking person. Well, well, with uh, Bailey, he was given a um, a choice. He and three commanders were told by this office. No, I know what it was. It was in a book I read about uh, this guy who, after a point, he was actually uh, so antagonized by uh, this group from the direct results of what he did. He had totally saved most of the men in his troop. He had gotten them back alive. I think he lost one, but all of his troops got back. The other commanders didn't get back. And uh, what it was was this big honcho up the line wanted three villages to be totally wiped out. You know how uh, Colin has told us stories about what they've done to some of the people caught in these villages. Well, they two of the office, uh, officers for this movement annihilated the village. This guy did not. Jesus says it's not the people in the village. It's the, the, the Viet Cong behind it that is doing the harm. And he went after the Viet Cong, and he got them done, and then, of course, his troops got things. Well, this guy, who was the head honcho, only wanted those villages wiped out so he could go two stars up on being a brigadier general. That's all it was for. It wasn't a strategic point. It wasn't a thing to make the war end faster. It had nothing to do with the war. It had to do only with him. And a lot of this stuff that's going on is about people only in these companies, i.e. Duke Power. Duke Power was one of the first uh, power companies to take on the power after Tesla told J. Pierpont Morgan, oh, it's free. The electricity is free. After Morgan said, how are you going to meter it? You don't. Duke Power was the first, um, among the very first to uh, be the electric company here in South Carolina. And they have, every time you do something to save energy, they raise their rate. Every time you do something that's going to be practical, they give another way to get the rates up. They have done it over and over again since I've been here. And this is why we're, it's all extortion. It goes back to that. It's all about extortion. And so uh, think about it. We the people who, this is Emily, who do unto others as they would have done unto them, stupidly vote 
for our ruling class, a.k.a. government and the rule of law, which is the rule by force. And that's communism, that's socialism. What we have on this program is making people have knowledge. And this is why these topics are so good to bring up. And uh, this is uh, uh, an invaluable thing. Elaine was going to be on this today, but last night she called me about 11.30 because, as we all know, she's in this little mobile home, which is, you know, a cardboard box if you want to really give it a reference. And she said she was working on her computer, had just finished a job, and there was a huge explosion over the top of what she thought was over the top of her mobile home. And it shook it and it killed her uh, computer. But I was talking to another guy uh, in Michigan and what he said, what it sounded like, he said it sounded like a soup kitchen. Someone might have been making methamphetamine. She lives in a drug neighborhood. And so her knowledge of her neighborhood has protected her and put her in good stead. The knowledge that uh, each of us, and it seems like I'm talking on several different topics, but all of them is that she got more and more knowledge to protect herself. We're getting more and more knowledge to protect ourselves in different things. That's why I bring out these aluminized blankets. Get some of them. Uh, also get something, uh, a paint, a real painter's uh, mask because with them doing uh, different peelings and stuff, um, they're breathing in a lot of bad fumes. And Colin was telling me that they're having forest fires out there in Nevada and the smoke's getting to them. Well, when they have them over in L.A., people should be wearing face masks do not breathe in the smoke. And uh, and here's another thing. It is belief in authority. Uh, Emily, what was the name of that one that uh, uh, the the hoax of authority by Rose? And it is it is a hoax because we've been taught from grammar school exactly who we listen to. I'm the teacher. You do as I say, walk in this line. You can only go to the bathroom at so-and-so. That's authority. Larkin Rose, thank you, Emily, because we should all live by the non-aggression principle. We don't need people to lord over us. This is so important because of why we've, uh, I've had this kind of a campaign on, and it's really becoming evident why it's so important. If you know who you are, no one can rattle you. And that's why when you're talking to Orpha, you're not afraid because you're, you're really learning who Orpha is. And, and Orpha, you haven't become perfect, and I'm disappointed. Oh, oh sorry. That's the <laughs> I am too. <laughs> none, of us, uh, none of us are going to be perfect we're always got to be open to learning so I yield can I play devil's advocate here for a minute on the teacher thing <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, I can definitely see your point. You know, you know, you do what I say. You know, the authority thing. But on the other hand, at the other end of the stick, if we go into a classroom and want to be, well, it's like our phone calls. Even you know, you get, you know, you're carrying on a discussion and learning, and we're all being teachers and we're all being students. But then you get one rowdy student that disrupts the whole classroom because they won't sit down and shut up, you know, or they take over the the whole conversation or they, you know, just being very disruptive. So I just want to bring that in too. You know, there, there is, I mean, we have our, our conference calls that we go by Robert's rules of order. That's, you know, someone could say, well, that's by force. Could you have to do what I say? Well, no, it's, it's keep, um, what uh, organization organization you know people working with each other so I'm just playing devil's advocate there you know everything and maybe it's just because I choose to see the bright side of things I don't know um, I don't I don't think every intention put it that way out there is by force um, well I think a lot of us uneducated but you know it's I I think that at times I do think that there has to be somebody in charge. It's like um, I went in this into this with you know a conversation about this with <clears throat> someone I know, and um, you know, I said when you you know when you go into a classroom, you go in there to learn something. And the teacher gives you the materials that, you know, you're going to be learning. You have to, you know, take those materials then and study them. And they give you a test. And, yeah, sure, you can, you know, well, I'm not going to take that test. You're forcing me to take that test. Well, fine, you're not going to graduate because you're not, you know, I have to have some way of judging where your knowledge base is, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's that's my devil's advocate for the day. That's okay because uh, you've got to. And I've been a school teacher. I've been a gym teacher. So I've had them. I've had to be able to control a, a, a group of children in a gym. And it's very simple. It's 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 your author, uh, your authoritative power of who you are, not lording it over them. And what I've learned, and this is a part of where I come from is that they will respect you if you're fair. They will definitely give you more uh, honor. And in a classroom, even in the classroom when I was having a gym classroom, I had this huge room. My boys had to carry. Even a small gym, a gym teacher was powerful because she had the respect of the students. If you have a classroom, and this is where it's fallen down, if you have the teachers that have been taught since I went to school have been taught an inferior education, and they do not know how to discipline, they do not know how to run it, they have little books, and this is not true of all of them, please, this is not a blanket thing, but they have not been taught the value of their subject matter. They have 
lesson plans that were made for them. We had to write our own lesson plan. We had to figure out what could be taught and what couldn't be taught. We did know the time schedule of different things. But so many, so many, many kids and many teachers have really a poor, sometimes a poor attitude of themselves. So uh, this this all goes back to a lot of what is invaluable for us to know of ourselves. And um, your health is the same way. If you're only, and we've gone over this in this group, but there are still people out there that say, oh, the doctor says, why? Did you ask them why? What is it? Why are you having it? I mean, they have an operation thing that was here in uh, the Spartanburg, and I don't know how extensive it went, but it was about incontinence. And they were saying that we women that had so many children uh, are incontinent because we had so many children. No, it isn't. It's actually because of the belly that we've all accumulated from the poor digesting of the food that is in our bodies. If you ever met Emily, and Emily, don't take this in the wrong spirit. Take it in the humor I'm putting it. Emily's like a toothpick, but she watches what she eats. She knows what her body's to do. But she is a very slender woman. And uh, and I'm not saying we're all wrong for being fat or, or not, and don't get us versions, but we have a huge obesity problem in this country as a direct result of poor nutrition and all the sugars that are being put in our food to keep us not able to do a lot of stuff. So it, 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 the pendulum swings back and forth, and um, they, I, I'm sorry, I didn't finish that operation that I'll yield before, uh, was the so many women got it, and, and I was thinking of it. This is why I'm bringing it up. Uh, because I had five children. Maybe this is true. And I met a woman who had no children and didn't have the problem that we women with children had of the, the pregnant belly. She had that operation. And I'm going, why did she have that operation? There was no reason for it. She didn't have a big belly. She was a very slender woman. Why did she? It was to make money. I rest my case. I yield. Yeah. Um, oh, don't say something that I forgot. Um, what was the point? Well, I'll, I'll do what Emily put here and it'll come back. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Lark Rose with the... Um, authority thing exactly or behave for parents because they said so it's so bad to teach your kids and police can lie steal and cheat and they get away with it we shouldn't allow it 
And this is where in a classroom, if a kid is acting out, the students will put that kid in, in place if they are given the right to, to correct each other, not the teacher, but each other. Hey, cut it out, Jimmy. We want to learn something here, okay? So, because many good teachers are, are basically routed out of school because of, um, of not being allowed to teach what's good for the children rather than what's the protocol or as they now call it, common core, which is across the world. And teachers mostly indoctrinate. They don't teach, and that's correct, at least history teachers anyway. Indoctrinate is um, so much of what we've been taught about history has, as they said in this video I watched uh, with uh, uh, Hitler versus the, the Jews, and the winners write the history, and it is not necessarily true. Elaine, I put uh, I I told about your your big explosion yesterday, last night, <clears throat> and my buddy Mark said it might have been a soup kitchen, and it might have been a methamphetamine. Uh, they might have been making it a pot of it and blew up. So <clears throat> it might give you some something to look around what house has been damaged. <clears throat> but you didn't hear any fire trucks, so maybe not. Okay, Arthur, did you remember? Yes. <clears throat> um, a big part of the whole, I mean, aside from not eating right to begin with. I mean, let's just agree that that's all understood. But the biggest, um, what do I want to call it? Uh, I just keep wanting to think conspiracy, but that's not what I'm looking for. Um, their agenda, I guess, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. to make us sick. One of the things that was done was being through the food with their whole uh, campaign. That's what I was saying. Um, their campaign of telling us that fat was making us fat. Fat does not make you fat. No. Sugar makes you fat. Right. Carbohydrates make you fat because it turns into sugar. So mm -hmm. their whole campaign of Oh, fat-free, and you'll be thin, you know. Well, when they took the fat out of everything, it was like eating cardboard. So what do they do to make it taste good so people will eat it? Let's add sugar. And that was yeah. where sugar was introduced and put into all the food while they're still saying, you know, Go for fat-free, go for low-fat, go for no-fat, go, you know, it was all, while all in the background, they're shoving all this sugar in our faces. Yep. I, I mean, the kids are fat, we adults are fat. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it, it, that was their campaign. So, and I know 
especially, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, don't agree with the whole animal and dairy and stuff. But aside from that, let's just agree that some people eat it, some people don't. But if you're going to, you're going to, you know, if if you're going to eat those things, don't eat the conventional stuff. Go with how nature intended these animals to eat. If, you know, get get the, and I'm going to say organic because I know there's a lot of people out there trying to say, oh, organic isn't any better, but it is. Um, yes, mm-hmm. they do use pesticides, but they're pesticides that are are more natural. They're not man-made chemicals. They're not bred into the um, corn or whatever. You know, these genetically modified foods, there is no nutrition in them. Uh, I don't care how much of a campaign they want to say that there is, there isn't. But when they took the fat out of everything and added the sugar, that was addictive. And, of course, now the big sugar thing is the high fructose corn syrup, which is made from genetically modified corn. Correct. So you got two whammies there. And it's, you know, you have to really look at the fruits and vegetables that are being genetically modified. You have to look at all this stuff, you know. Even just trying to just stick with vegetables and fruit, you know, it, it, it's still a challenge. We we have to be educated and educate other people on it because the genetically modified foods are not good for us. Gluten isn't good for us. It can it is very destructive in the body, and it's very hard to get away from it. Um, but you have to do what you have to do. But if you're gonna eat dairy and stuff, go get dairy that comes from cows that have not been fed grains of any kind. They're not meant to eat grains. They're meant to graze on grass and and flowers and weeds and all kinds of stuff like that. That is what they're meant to eat. When they eat what they're supposed to, they don't get this disruption in their four stomachs that causes bacteria. That's where they talk about the pus being in the milk. Uh, A cow that eats naturally the way God intended that cow to eat does not have pus in the milk. I'm sorry. That is from eating the wrong type of food. That is eating grains that fatten them up. So they get this pus in their milk because their stomachs aren't meant to digest that stuff. So now the farmer has to give these um, hormones hormones to -hmm. get rid of the infection. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, they're giving them the growth hormone to make them, you know, grow faster and grow fat so that they have more meat to sell. And these hormones are what is causing our children, especially the girls, to start growing breasts and having their periods at a very young age, you know, eight, nine years old. I don't know, I I was watching something, um, some kind of documentary or something. No, it was when I was, 
it wasn't it wasn't that at all. I was at my grandson's get together. He was he's getting ready to go overseas. Um, deployed over there for three years, bless his heart. I wish he wasn't doing it, but okay. Anyway, I saw these young girls, and they couldn't have been, I mean, they were still in grade school, so I don't know exactly what age they were, but say like out of five girls, there was only one that didn't have breasts. I'm going, what's wrong with that picture? What is wrong with that picture? You know, and I'm going, this is, you know, we don't, I mean, I even remember my daughter when she was nine years old. She she had breasts and started her period. And I'm going, why are you, (laughs) you know, wait a minute. You're too young to be doing this, you know. And so even back then, and she's 45 now, this has been going on for many, many years. And it's when you eat this wrong kind of stuff, that's where the problem comes in. I mean, people say, oh, you're not supposed to drink cow's milk, but, but goat's milk is okay. I, you know, I, I I don't get the differentiation. If we're not supposed to drink milk, then why is goat's milk okay to drink? And I'm sorry, I, <laughs> you know, human milk is good. However, I have a real problem with you know, going and drinking somebody else's milk. Um, and I it just dawned on me when my grandbabies, they were still being nursed. And when it came to, you know, my daughter-in-law having to leave and she would, you know, pump the milk and have the milk there where I could, it would be frozen. I have to heat it up and, you know, give them their milk. If that milk got cooled down, even became room temperature, they wouldn't drink it. I said, this tastes awful. But as long as the milk was warm, you know, they liked it. And they they preferred nursing than having to drink it out of a cup. But, you know, so I, you know, I have this thing in my brain that makes it, okay, well, they they talk about, you know, the colostrum is very good. Even as adults, you know, it, it takes care of a lot of health issues. But to try and, you know, say your neighbor is nursing, you know, their baby, you know, you can't just go over, hey, can I have some of your milk, please? <laughs> Although you can go and get this colostrum in, like, capsule form at health food stores, but... And I'm I'm just saying, we we drink milk. I don't see anything wrong with that. Milk doesn't bother me. It bothered some people, but it it's bothersome and um, allergy producing. I guess you could say with your immune system, but that's because you're drinking the wrong stuff. You're drinking the conventional milk. It's been the cows have been fed the genetically modified corns that we've had, you know, or grains. They shouldn't be eating grains to begin with. So you're getting the infection, you're getting the growth hormones, all of this stuff. That's what the reaction is from. You get good grass-fed cows giving you milk that you can make good 
butter and cream and cheese with, you're not going to have that. And I'm living proof of that. I used to get sinus infections so bad. I used to have the whole phlegm crap. I used to have all that kind of stuff going on. And when I started learning all this stuff, I wound up going to, you know, well, it was down in Tennessee. That's where we first got our first raw milk from. And trying that, I decided, okay, I'm going to um, stick with this kind of milk. Now, here in Illinois, you cannot buy raw milk. So I get uh, non-homogenized which the homogenization is also bad for you because it creates, um, I'm not exactly sure how it's doing this, but with the homogenation, it creates like little shards, kind of like little shards of glass or something in your your blood, blood vessels. And this is what, the platelets and stuff get caught on, and this, you know, causes the plaque and stuff. I'm not saying that that's the only thing that causes plaque, but that's, you know, where this stuff comes from as far as the dairy goes. So you 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 get grass-fed organic cow milk. Uh, you eat grass-fed organic non-GMO, non-GMO on any of it. Um, butter, cheese, your body does not have the allergic reaction to that. Now, maybe you don't like milk. That's fine, you know. I, you know, it's, for me, I don't have the problem with milk. I used to. But when I changed to drinking this kind of milk, I, it's not homogenized and it's, very low pasteurization. Um, one thing that I see have a tendency to see is I can find some organic milk that is non-homogenized, but it's ultra-pasteurized. You don't want that because it kills the good bacteria that you do want. So I look for the, the milk um, that doesn't do that. It's like vat pasteurization, but it's a very low heat. Um, And I want to say like 118 degrees, but it's just enough to, you know, kill it. But you can't, you know, there are some places you can buy raw milk, which doesn't even have that pasteurization. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, we would go to my uncle's who had a farm, and we would go right out to the barn and, you know, he'd milk the cow and would drink milk right there. I preferred it cold, but the warm milk wasn't bad either, you know. I got used to drinking warm milk because my mom used to make powdered milk. Um, but, you know, it. a lot of the stuff, a lot of the reactions we're having is because we all have leaky gut. We've got these permeable intestines that is leaking the toxins out of our systems. And our immune systems are weak. We can't seem to stay away from um, not having reactions to all these foods. 
because of all the crap they've got in it. All these genetically modified foods where, you know, we've got these chemicals running our systems. Our bodies are having a hard job dealing with this stuff. Mm-hmm. But way, way back in the pioneer days, they, you know, you even look at the, the eggs that they would have. They didn't put their eggs in the refrigerator. They went out and got the eggs from the chicken and put them on the counter. But they didn't wash them. The washing of the eggs is what has caused the eggs to have to be put in the refrigerator. Because there's um, a coating on the outside of the egg when the chicken lays the egg that -hmm. protects that egg from spoiling. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to, you know, stay good forever, you know. But back then they, they, you know, when they went, they collected eggs every day. So they're eating them all day long. But they're sitting out. They don't have to be refrigerated. Now the eggs that I get are pastured eggs. You get you you don't um, even when they say cage free, it, it it doesn't mean anything anymore. Range free doesn't mean anything anymore. What you need to look for is the pastured eggs, and don't make the mistake I almost made. When I thought, oh, it's pastured. No, it said pasteurized. <laughs> so now they're starting to pasteurize the eggs, you know, it's like, come on. So, but make sure it says pastured, you know, they're they're roaming out in the fields, they're foraging, they're eating all the bugs and the the leafy, their leafy greens, um, roaming in the dirt, getting that, those, all those good enzymes, bacteria and stuff that are good for our systems. From you know, and and even pork. <clears throat> pork is probably one of the nastiest meats, but you get a pit a, a pig that roams and forages like nature intended. It's fine. Um, of course, there's not too many wild boars and stuff around anymore, but at okay. least not around where where most of us are. But, you know, we do need, you know, now, I won't completely go into all of it, but when we are conceived and born, we are only in the womb for nine months, um, ideally. Actually, ideally, we would be there 12 months. So that all of the salts, the cell salts that our bodies need, we have. Well, when we're born after nine months, there are three months out of that 12 that we lack the cell salts for. Um, and there's there's a website you can go to. I don't know. I wonder if you want me to send that thing to you. I'd yeah, have to yeah, find yeah. Yeah, I'd have to find it, but but yeah, you you know what I'm talking about. Well, uh-huh. for me, one of one of my cell salts that I'm missing, and I think that's why I'm okay with dairy. I I can drink milk, eat cheese. I love you know good organic butter. You know you don't want to eat margarine. That's you know one molecule away from being plastic. You know, you don't want this man-made stuff. Eat what nature 
gives you. I've even seen things on the internet where people are trying to say, "Oh, nature, what what do you think that's you know supposed to be?" They look at it as a campaign that you know we're trying to you know we're we're supposed to be eating all this chemical man-made stuff, and nature is a bunch of bullshit. I'm going, who's been talking to you? Who have you been learning from? You know, I certainly would stay away from them. But they're really, they're really, yeah, there really are campaigns out there to keep us away from what is good and healthy for us. That's correct. And you, you get, you know, the proper fats, you know, good organic you know, animal fat is good as long as you're getting the right stuff. But make sure you're eating like avocado oil or coconut oil or these oils that are good fats, not your vegetable oil, not your canola oil. Canola is soybeans. Soybeans are really bad. Even the organic ones are bad. Soy is bad for you. So to get away from eating a real piece of good organic chicken meat, people are opting to eat tofu, which is made from soybeans. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, I ha- have a real challenge with ha- figuring out why some people think that artificial is better than real. I I don't get it. But anyway, I'll yield the floor. I've been talking long enough. Well, thank you for that good history and the process of what you've gone through because so much is from our learning experience. So that's really good. The other thing that is uh, invaluable that you brought up is some of the newer uh, processes that are going on. What it, it all gets back to our phone and everyone What's your body telling you and what can it take in? Because mm-hmm. as you said, you can handle milk. I grew mm-hmm. up on milk that wasn't heavily pasteurized. When they came in the milk bottle and the cream was at the top of the milk bottle. So right. I have problems with milk when I took it as a kid. I have problems as an adult when I take it, and the the plumbing and all the rest of it because of what they did. And it's really interesting. You reminded me of what um, we had to go through when we were doing whey products, W-H-E-Y. And that's where I learned where they did a research project back when we were in the Korean War. And in the Korean War, we had soldiers dying at, what was it, 18, 19, 20, 21. They were in very good physical shape. They were um, very um, able and stuff like that, but they were killed by a bullet. And so what they did, because they had all these specimens available, get me on that one, but the they were checking these young bodies out for heart disease. And they found that our 
young boys that were in this good health condition had hearts of 50, 60, and 70-year-old people. And they couldn't figure out why they had this bad heart. And a bullet was what killed them, not, not their heart. And so what they found out, and this is was a real eye-opener for me. They were drinking pasteurized milk. And Mm -hmm. were drinking pasteurized milk. It aged their heart so much Mm -hmm. that they had old people hearts. Now, that's a real sad. Because they compared these young men with people of other countries who weren't in the war and they were young and their hearts were and their arteries, et cetera, were those of that age group. They weren't old people. So it really behooves us to have that knowledge that you're really bringing out, um, Orpha, and if if anybody's missed that knowledge, it really is uh, and has been a problem for a lot of people. And you brought out another point that I want to bring up. After the war, we wonderful Americans wanted the all the Germans and the other people who were starving to have the very best. So what did we send them? We sent them powdered milk. Now, these are people who were raised on raw cow milk. Their cows, of course, have been all killed, so we gave them powdered milk. The massive, and this is what it was that brought it to the attention of people, massive diarrhea. And it was a direct result of having the powdered milk because it was not natural to their body. So well, and I, uh, I think, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I, I think, you know, that goes to what kind of milk was it made from? Well, you it know, what? Powder. Well, n- no. It, it's, yeah, milk? yeah, I mean, it's powdered milk, but if it's made with milk that's, GMO'd fed cows. GMO did not come in until the 90s. We're talking the Second World War. We were okay. all talking, this is only about the Second World War. There were no GMOs. And these were purpose, I think, purposely given to the people to keep them weak and underfed and malnutrition. That was my. Yeah, I, I'm just. I'm just trying to figure out what. I mean, because powdered milk is nothing more than uh, like dehydrated milk. I mean, you just take the water out of it, just like anything else that's dehydrated. So I'm trying to figure out maybe they were putting something else for their testing system. Or because they were we 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 had. Milk. That was pasteurized milk. Uh, that, that 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 could be. You know, because pasteurization is not good. It takes out all the good bacteria in the milk that you you need. Because, I mean, there were nine of us growing up 
on powdered milk. The only the only person in the in our family that got store bought milk was whoever was the very smallest baby that you know they were going from that transition of being ner- you know breastfed to you know coming out of that. They were the only, that was that was the only regular milk that was in our house for my whole entire life growing up, and we never had a diarrhea problems. So I'm I'm questioning the, pow- the kind of cow- powdered milk they were eating. I'm not sure. I mean, if every one of them got diarrhea, well, no, there's always going to be people that don't because they have a different constitution. But okay. the point is that it was a problem. Yeah. It was I, I, they had to yeah. face it and it was tracked back to the to, powdered milk. Yeah. I I'm not saying that you know that that's that's not the issue. I'm just trying to figure out what what it was about the powdered milk that would you know, be that way. So Well I just, I, just I don't curiosity. Figured it out. Yeah, I don't know if they ever yeah. figured it out. We'd have to Google it. But they, the point I'm making is that uh, for what you've just been saying, yeah. Is it, yeah, we really do have to be conscious of what our body can deal with. When they bought out GMOs when I was in uh, California and they were going to feed us that, they said it's just a, an experiment. And yeah. we, please, do not even start it. It's terrible for your body if it's chemically produced. And, right. of course, we were all ignored. And um, we now see the results of what it is and how it's affecting uh, the kids and the sterilizing of these kids. But uh, hang on. Let me see what Emily has been adding over here because we do have to always look at what is the solution. And the argument in favor of governments or ruling class users that say that all hell would break loose if we didn't have a government to keep things. That's a premise they want you to get, and that's an advertisement. Under control, but it turns out governments kill, harm, steal for more people than the bad guys do. Absolutely. So we'd all be far better off figuring out solutions ourselves that's part of the program, without handing the responsibility to a government who just takes advantage. I, for one, after having listened to a lot of Larkin Rose, consider myself a voluntarist. What's that? Oh, she, she left, and she'll explain what a voluntarist is. But uh, Larkin Rose has a lot of, of good videos. He's the one that did the tiny dot to emphasize that we outnumber all of this stuff. And it really is what happened in school, and getting back to the school thing, I had five brothers, uh, four brothers, I had five sons, four brothers. My youngest brother, who actually, now that he's deceased, was the genius of the family, and he was a year behind me, 14 months behind me as age. And he um, was always being kicked out of school because he probably knew the answers before the teacher even got the question out. And I never knew that was part of it. They were calling him uh, 
a troublemaker, a this thing and a that thing. Well, they weren't challenging him. I mean, we're talking the 50s. They didn't even know and understand what genius was. And my mother didn't really champion for his for him to have more challenge. And so, and she knew he was the genius. So what we have in school today is conformity. That's that what uh, Emily is saying. You have to be lockstep. You all go to the bathroom at the same time. You all eat lunch at the same time. You, and yes, that's to have some order. But if a kid doesn't want to eat the crap in the kitchen from the uh, GMO food, he should have that choice. But it took a lot of pressure to be able to have that choice. Well, there are some kids that don't even have food at home, so coming to school and having the GMO was why they went to school, wasn't for education. So you always have to get back to what is the why and who makes the the money from it. And uh, there's always a question we have to ask ourselves. Why is it being done? Who's gaining from it? What can I do that will protect me and my family? And there you're getting the responsibility back on you. I'm going to be taking a class this weekend on trading. And they sent us a book, and it says trading in the zone. How many of us have heard of being in the zone? you got to be in the zone to get something done or be in the zone to really know what's going on. Well, being in the zone varies according to each and every one of us. Your food will vary for each and every one of us. Your money situation will vary for each and every one of us. Your outlook will vary for each and every one of us. Your emotional um, fortitude or lack of will vary with each and every one of us. That's why I take my hat off with with, um, Elaine in having the emotional fortitude to hold her position against the insanity that's around her. So each of us are tested. Each of us are made to look at things differently. Each of us reacts differently. And that's really what this book is coming out with. And we've been saying it here all along. My mother had to send a note so I wouldn't be forced to drink milk at one school I went to. This is from Emily. And uh, that's right. If the parents don't step forward and protect the child, then the child will be Sacrificed, if you want to say it. In the zone is when you are just focused and your talents flow. Perfect, Emily. Perfect point. Because when you're in the trading thing here, now how many of us are terrified to trade? How many? I have taken classes on trade. And I have done dummy trades without putting money in. And I have never understood why it didn't work. What was I doing wrong? How was I not looking at? Now, uh, Emily, you've been a trader. You have done successfully. There is a book called Flow. Oh, I love it. In the zone is when, okay. I love it. There is a book called Flow. And, uh, but what I, I stopped, 
trading, oh, this is back in L.A., so we're talking in the 90s. One, I didn't have enough money or any money really to trade. Two, I didn't have anybody that I could turn to. What is the best way to look at it? And uh, three, I didn't know how to uh, learn more. And in this book, what's coming out is what we are really talking about. When you know yourself and you feel confident of yourself, whatever they send you is not going to blow you off course. So it's really knowing who you are and going through that ups and downs that we have throughout our life and much of what we've listened to and talked to on this call is being able, you're going to be able to go with the flow that's good for you, not go with the flow that you're told to do. You see the difference? There is a big difference in flow if it's yours or someone else's. So I'm, I'm having a great time reading this book because it's uh, rejuvenating some of the stuff that I've gotten into the habit of being for what I've faced over these last 20, 30 years. Because it's only been 20 or 30 years that I've had to face Patricia, uh, Patricia Wonderan so that she really knows who the heck she is. And, and oh, I'm going to bring up something that was really interesting. My buddy Mark brought up uh, a point this morning uh, of a video that he had listened to last night. And he said it was about a guy saying that we can't even use our birth certificate name. And the reason you can't even use your birth certificate name is because it was copyrighted when they made it a corporation with your birth certificate. So we've been in fraud using our birth certificate name, and here I am with my made-up name, and uh, so I'm not committing the fraud. Is that true? Is it not? Is it someone's opinion? I don't know. I'll send you the video so you can listen to it and make your own choice. All of these are about your own choices. But, um, yeah, Emily, I'm not going to do tra- day trading. Watch out for day trading. Just trade what you can afford to lose. Or if you are holding it long-term, get a solid company and learn everything you can about the industry and the company. Well, this is a school. It's an online academy, but it's not online. I'm physically going to a school, and I'm physically going to be working with them, and they're right up the road in Charlotte. And I'm not going to do stocks. I'm going to do small little deals that I can handle because I feel comfortable that way. I know my emotional level. I get more distraught over the computer. (laughs) You should have heard, Paul. Often and I were trying to do um, on a, what was it, Skype or something? Skype. Yeah, yeah, and poor us, I had to kind of like leave the room while my machine <laughs> was doing all the <laughs> sounds on her end that I couldn't hear on my end, and I had nothing on, you know. And then my machine freeze, and I go in there over the machine. So I'm not cool, okay? I'm not cool at all. 
So I just want you to know, I've gone through my transitions. It still doesn't mean I'm perfect. That's why I was kidding over. You mean you're not perfect? Perfect. So never try and go and be perfect. It will never happen. And And that is my opinion. Someone is perfect out there. Oh, I was married to him. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's buried now. But I'll go on. <laughs> I just go off in a rattle. So so everyone, you know, this is good. Jim Rogers says to do, what is it? Jim Rogers from, um, oh, Jim Rogers. He was in, I want to say Sesame Street. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood says to oh, do yeah. that. Sure, you understand the risks, et cetera. And that's, that's kind of what the book is saying. So that that's good. Good point. But Emily has made income off of it and lived off it. So it's really, she is a lot wiser than I am. And, and she really is a very uh, stable emotionally. So it's good. So it's very good. And, and that's how you have to trade. You have to be really kind of flat on whether you win or you lose, win or lose. So it's good. Go ahead. Anybody else? I yield. Okay. Everybody jumped right in with more stuff. So we have uh, 14 more minutes of this program. So uh, I I I do want to um, and and um, Colin, you're going to send me an email as to whether or not what I sent you opens up for you. And Orpha, what I sent you was really funny. Orpha and I were working on a document. I'm going to send one to uh, Elaine. Uh, Not Yeah, Elaine. And uh, I sent her documents. And what was was the word? They were corrupted. So I went to school and we scanned them. And so when we, we got them on my flash drive, and the gal, I was telling the gal about him, and I said, well, take one for you and your uh, son-in-law because he wants to bail from the country. And so they want to get uh, this material. So I said, have him, have him read this. She went out there and attempted to put it on their computer from my flash drive. All came out in gibberish. So we went back. And on my flash drive, on that computer that we scanned them in, they were fine. Okay. So we ran a copy and gave her a copy. But what we di- I did, I bought it home, and they all showed up on my machine. They were fine. So now I made two emails off of because there were so many. It was every single page had to be scanned. So you got every single page of some documents. I'm dying of curiosity. No, I'm not dying of curiosity. I'm <laughs> curious of curiosity. Excited with curiosity. There you go. Thank you for the right word. <laughs> Excited about curiosity as to whether they got um, corrupted in the, from my leaving my mach- my computer to your computer. So I'd appreciate you uh, checking that I out. Will, yeah, I, I will. I will look. Um. Uh, I was going to say something about what you were talking about. Um. But uh, uh, Emily corrected me. Jim Rogers. No, he is not from Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. He used to work with George Soros at one time. 
George Soros is not an American. Okay. Did it come back? Did what, what, did what come back? Your, your thoughts you were going to share. Oh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> doing- oh, I, uh, um, not necessarily changing the subject, but um, okay. I was wanting to know if you wanted me to read that thing that I had that I read to you yesterday about the A-A-A-D-D. For... Oh, yeah. Go ahead and read that. That'll be informative. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me, let me pull it up. Um, this is an email I, that uh, Orphan's going to read to you. Go, while you're pulling it up, I'll just fill it in. I've gotten it many years ago and periodically, but it is so good to have it read or for you to see it. Uh, Rogers is a billionaire. Okay, we're getting more news from Emily. I'll plug it in. Did you get it yet? Just a minute. I'm. Uh, it, it's coming. Okay. I'm trying to remember who sent it. I'm trying to remember who sent it to me. Um, and now, and the biggest thing for all of us is to remember we are mature. Things. Yes. When, you, when she reads this, you will be very emphasized on how mature you are. Okay. Any luck? Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know when I got it. Okay. So uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. Oh, I know. That's where Go ahead. I'm just talking to myself here. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like talking, oh. talking with your hands. I have to send you an email uh uh, everybody, because it's one from uh, our buddy out in California, and she she was a speaker on our on Norma, and she spoke with us years and years ago, and she sent me something that she said there is so much about less, and it goes on about this and less, this and less, this and less, and it's not being I can't go into it because I'll lose your whole show, but it is. So funny. And then I responded to her using less, but in the reverse of what they had been saying in this less picture. It's really quite comical. Uh-oh, here's, here's something else. Hey, Wonder Ann, here's a link to how to opt out of Google Street Views. Oh, thank you. That'll be great. Orpha, that'll be great for you. But for the smart meters or something, or what are you talking no, about? No, opt out of the uh, satellite viewing of your property. Oh. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember what I said from one second to the next. Anyway, I found it. Okay, go ahead. Let's close the program with this one. It's really great. Okay. Recently, I was diagnosed with AADD, Age-Activated Attention Deficit Disorder. This is how it manifests. I decide to water my garden. As I turn on the hose in the driveway, I look over at my car and decide it needs washing. 
As I start towards the garage, I notice mail on the porch table that I brought up from the mailbox earlier. I decide to go through the mail before I wash the car. I lay my key, my car keys on the table, put the junk mail in the garbage can under the table, and notice that the can is full. So I decide to put the bills back on the table and take out the garbage first. But then I think, since I'm going to be near the mailbox when I take out the garbage anyway, I may as well pay the bills first. I take my checkbook off the table and see that there is only one check left. My extra checks are in my desk in the study, so I go inside the house to my desk where I find the can of Pepsi I've been drinking. I'm going to look for my checks, but first I need to push the Pepsi aside so that I don't accidentally knock it over. The Pepsi is getting warm, and I decide to put it in the refrigerator to keep it cold. As I head toward the kitchen with the Pepsi, a vase of flowers on the counter catches my eye. They need water. I put the Pepsi on the counter and discover my reading glasses that I've been searching for all morning. I decide I better put them back on the desk, but first I'm going to water the flowers. I set the glasses back down on the counter, fill a container with water, and suddenly spot the TV remote. Someone left it, in the ki- someone left it on the kitchen table. I realize that tonight when we go to watch TV, I'll be looking for the remote, but I won't remember that it's on the kitchen table. So I decide to put it back in the den where it belongs. But first I'll water the flowers. I pour some water in the flowers, but quite a bit of it spills on the floor. So I set the remote back on the table, get some towels, and wipe up the spill. Then I head down the hall, trying to remember what I was planning to do. At the end of the day... The car isn't washed, the bills aren't paid, there is a warm can of Pepsi sitting on the counter, the flowers don't have enough water, there is still only one check in my checkbook. I can't find the remote, I can't find my glasses, and I don't remember what I did with the car keys. Then, when I try to figure out why nothing got done today, I'm really baffled because I know I was busy all the damn day, and I'm really tired. I realize this is a serious problem, and I'll try to get some help for it. But first, I'll check my email. Um, Where's my computer? (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Well, I I was just trying to eliminate this part. It says, do me a favor, forward this message to everyone you know, because I don't remember who in the hell I've sent it to. Don't laugh. (laughs) If this isn't you yet, your day is coming. (laughs) So it's, oh, I, it's always I, nice to know that you're mature and you handle it very appropriately. <laughs> or did you? <laughs> yep. But yeah, that, that's that's the way I feel most of the time. You know, I was like, man, I know I felt busy all day, but nothing is done. Now I know why. <laughs> there you go. It's your A D D D P T Q R S that you're going out of shot. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> If this attacks any of you, be sure and report it to us so that we can giggle with you. Okay? (laughs) That was a great piece. I really enjoyed that piece. Hey, uh, how you doing, Donaldson? It's not mine. I don't know. So, but yeah, I I thought it was quite comical. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's a poem, right? Oh, it's an email. Oh, it's an email. <laughs> I was like, man, that's poetry. I didn't know Orpah was a poet also. 
Yeah, I, I don't own it. It's not mine. But well, um, I can send that to you. Yeah. Wonder if you want to along with the other the cell phones. Yeah, send it to me again. It's good for people to see it. They need yeah. a chuckle in their day. Yeah. <laughs> we have to yeah. have a chuckle. Oh, okay, that? I'm gonna mute out. Okay, chuckle baby. here and a chuckle there. Yeah, here, here a chuckle, chuckle there, there, chuckle. Everywhere, Everywhere. chuckle, chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same oh, page. There you We're go. even the same book. There you go. Well, we we are at the end of the program. It's 10:57, and uh, we will meet again here next week. And um. Wish me luck for learning a lot of stuff that I can learn to be. Uh, I will not become a star trader over the weekend. So I'm going Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And um, uh, I, I want to know the, the particulars of it. And as Emily said, be okay to, uh, to, lose, the, uh, to lose the money because I am just bringing in Money that I've set aside, and it is not, it doesn't run my household. So this is real important for us to be able to do and have in the future. It's all about discipline. It's all about our own self-discipline. It's our own self-worth, our own self-love, and our own self-appreciation. It really is, and we've been actually then uh, falsely taught that that is wrong. But it isn't. It's really a right because that when you can do all that to you, you can grant that all out to other people. And what have we said? The golden rule. And as Emily wrote here, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So we say it all the time, or not all the time, but rotate it around that it's really valuable for each of us. So let's do our ho-ho-pono-pono. And who wants to start it? I will. All right, babe. I love you. I love you. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else want to say it? Yeah, sure, sure. sure. Donaldson will join in. Go ahead, Donaldson. I I love you. I love love you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please forgive me. Please forgive me. And give me the knowledge of the ages so I can bring forth heaven on earth. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Please forgive me. Please Please. forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how?
And here we are. We finished another program and another week. And would you believe it's right at 11 o'clock? We've never done that. So uh, but we just ran out of topics, so we're good. And uh, I really want to thank all of you for making this program, as usual, a hot number. And we really can keep going forward. Become the person you want to be this week more and more because it will be an invaluable treat to yourself. So um, with no further ado, I'm going to turn off. Oh, no, we didn't do our hug. Oh, my God, Free. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. I'm glad we remembered. A one, a two, a three. That's the longest I've that's the longest I've ever done that. There you go. Good. And everybody send the energy out. Lots of things are happening. Lots of movements going on. So things are changing. So I'm turning off the uh, recording. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.